0: Welcome to the Murder Club for Beginners podcast. I'm Nick and I'm in Brisbane. I'm Mel and I'm in Melbourne.
1: And we hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. Hey, Nick, how are you? How's your week been? It's been good, Mel. And how are you? Settled into your new place now? I mean, I wouldn't even say it's organised chaos. I would just say it's chaos. But I have a bed. A sofa, TV, you know, the important mm-hmm. things. Yeah,
0: the essentials. You're good. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, yeah, all good. It was fantastic to see you last week face to face. I know. I had so much fun. Thank you. Really? It was a lovely weekend. Yeah. Uh, it does make me realize how much I miss uh, being within a uh, cooey distance of you. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'll see you in a couple of months anyway. So, you will. You will. Mm. Now, uh, so <clears throat> last week, I, listeners, spoke to Craig. I this can attest true. to him being alive as of last week, uh, and, you know, and it was a very, you know, I wouldn't say lengthy conversation, but, you know, a short, long conversation. Um <laughs> And, yeah, so all of you out there, I can attest that Nick hasn't uh, disposed of his body.
0: No, no. <clears throat> and he's still here. He's in the lounge room. He did come out and annoy me a short time ago, and I can't
1: guarantee there won't
0: be a guest appearance by Mr. Annoyant
1: I During mean, we'd recording. love a guest appearance. I mean, you know, we've been we've been wanting one for weeks. So uh, yep. let's see. <laughs> uh, he is always more than welcome. Now, uh, Nick, talking about uh, disposing of bodies. I know you were just yep. talking about a book you were reading, and yeah, um, it's
0: set like, uh, you know, I think in the early. 11, 1200s, yeah. um, that kind of era, and um, it's total fiction. But I have to say the way they got rid of bodies, it was they had it easy then. Like like <laughs> you said, there's no CTTV, there's no DNA, there's yep. no fingerprinting, and if they really wanted to get rid of someone but didn't want anybody to know, they just lured them into the woods um, and then kind of got rid of them and then got one trusted person in this case to help her out getting We'd have said corpse yep. um, and that was fine and, yeah, didn't get found out, just said, oh, so-and-so, he left to go back to his hometown, mm-hmm. you know, to, to his, where, you know, his, not his castle, they weren't castles, you know, his settlement. Um, And so, oh, okay, and so nobody thinks anything untoward until like seven days yeah. later the guy hasn't turned up yep. and then his body is found, oh, you know, must have been waylaid by bandits. Um, despite wow. the fact that he's been split from head to toe and his entrails are popped out. But, you know, Ooh. they're obviously gruesome bandits. Um, yeah. So, and the next one was was kind of similar. There's one towards the end of the book where someone's husband kind of realises, oh, I could be in a bit of strife here. I could stay and defend my wife and child, but no, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a runner, which is fine because the guy she originally wanted marry, he's he's ready to step up anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so she's like, okay, well, you know, we're going to have to get rid of so-and-so. He said he's gone over to Ireland, um, but he may have been intending to make his way to Ireland, but the other guy caught up with him before he left, and he, he wasn't going anywhere. Um, yeah, but so he, just... he didn't get discovered either. So, you know, it was like, oh, well, so-and-so did a runner, and oh,
1: look, he must have got waylaid by bandits too. Wow. Very convenient for everyone involved. I mean, also, from uh, last last week's conversation around uh, disappearing, you could just uh, disappear and and no one would sort of know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, if this guy had have disappeared, everyone had an idea where he was going to go, but mm. they would have had, you know, this is set in Brittany, and they would have had to go to Ireland to find him anyway. Um, And, you know, he had like... I think he had like a whole two days head start and they're like, oh, he can't have gone far in two days. And I'm thinking, no, he probably couldn't, but he's mm-hmm. probably still not alive. And bingo, <laughs> he wasn't.
1: Um, oh, gosh. Yeah,
0: it okay. was It was very convenient the way, um, this is the first book, the way she tied it all up in together. It was very, yes, nice. very conveniently. And all I could think of was that was a bit
1: easy, wasn't it, kiddies? And um, what was the book called? Because just in case uh, anyone wants to yep. read it.
0: Okay, uh, it's Lady Macbeth had. Okay. And it's based, yeah, loosely on, you know, she's taken one of Shakespeare's characters early on and played with it and stuff like okay. that. It's It was actually quite good. I actually bought it on my way down to you in Brisbane Airport and finished okay. it on the plane on the way home. So, yeah. So a proper airport yeah. read. Yeah, proper airport read. Yep. Okay. So,
1: yeah. Nice. And mm-hmm. um, tell me, um, You've been doing some research a little bit, Agatha Christie. So we know Agatha Christie yeah. got a, a poison uh, in her and it's probably one of the most common uh, methods of murder that she used in her stories. What yeah. what poisons have you got for us this week? Okay, well, I went on a
0: um, site called Grunge, but mm-hmm. they also get some of their stuff from the BBC website. It says that on there. But this is the one that fascinated me because I... Be- I believe I don't know if you still can, but I know when I first married Craig, you could still buy this stuff. Oh. Okay, so we're talking rural village in Hungary in 1911. Mm-hmm. And there's a midwife who's come to town. Her name's Julius, um, and she's middle aged, you know. And they're saying, well, oh, she had a husband, but he's rumored to disappeared. Could have been a bit sus, but hey, we need a midwife. We'll welcome her into the town anyway. Okay, so that's fine. But what she used to do is she used to boil flypaper on her stove to remove the arsenic and then put the arsenic in um, a water and mix it as a tonic. Yeah. And she decided that she, having been a midwife, she saw some of the women in the village giving birth and, you know, some of them had black eyes and, you know, dislocated limbs while giving Mm. birth. She's like, oh, there's some real, real not nice husbands in this town. Yep. I think we might give these women some of this water. And so she did to give them to their violent husbands. At least 50 women bought the arsenic water and they dumped themselves the Angel Makers of, I think it's pronounced Nargen. Um, and they developed a code. Men, women, um, male lovers, women and children were off limits, but of course people decided to hold grudges against family yeah. members, so that soon got kiboshed and it was a, like a free-for-all. But, okay, so this started in 1911, okay? Mm. It wasn't until 1929 census that the authorities thought, hmm, something's a bit suspicious here. Okay. And so 12 women were found guilty of murder. The death toll from this arsenic water could have been as high as 300. What? But they were only able to confirm 46 actual cases. I so, think they're a little
1: liberal with their uh, arsenic I think they order. are. They're just yeah.
0: like, you know, they were just like, it was like, and, you know, I mean, now I know there was war in between and everything and, you know, mm. Would have been lots going on, but still, that's you know, that's like nearly ten years after the war ended. Yeah. To be going, hmm, I haven't seen Soneho's husband for about mm. ooh, a decade. Yeah, um, I wonder what happened to him. Yeah, um, yeah. So I found that one a bit. I'm like, really? Yeah. Okay. Mental note: Don't get Craig to take me to Hungary. It's okay, people. We've been. I survived. Um. <laughs> yes. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow I mean uh, yeah I mean arsenic's quite quite common isn't it the, yeah a uh, flower wallpaper i Christie one that uh, yes, yes was arsenic I know as the one the poison.
0: you mean yes yeah, the arsenic is a poison and it's yes I can't yes. remember what it's
1: called, I remember that but, one No, yeah. but
0: I can't even remember because the wallpaper changed color
1: yeah so yeah. didn't it go from purple yeah. to blue purple or, to blue yeah yeah okay and yeah. it's um,
0: scary that we know that isn't it uh,
1: Well, you know, bit of an Agatha Christie fan, uh, obviously, and, uh, uh, you know, I could watch them over and over again, the uh, BBC versions. I think they're BBC or they're ITV, not sure.
0: Um, I think they're actually originally BBC picked up by ITV in the end. But, yeah, um, so then I thought, okay, well, you know, so I'd read this historical book. So the next one that came up um, was from ancient Rome. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so there's this chick, and I can't pronounce her name, so we'll just call her Lou. Um, Okay. And she was famous for her ability to boil up some deadly poisons. Now, she was convicted of numerous crimes during the reign of Claudius, um, but Claudius and his own wife, Agrippa, had good use, you know, decided that, hey, you know, she could be quite handy getting rid of some of our fellow, um, you know, enemies. So they decided she got pardoned a lot. Anyway. So, anyway, Agrippa, who's a second wife of Claudius, um, she had to prepare a batch of poison to dispatch, said Claudius, in order to wait, clear the way for Nero. Mm. And so Agrippa actually requested the poison delay his death until after the banquet where he served his favourite dish of mushrooms. See, people, this is why you do not trust mushrooms.
1: I love trust mushrooms.
0: mushrooms are evil. Um, no, they not. can't be trusted. They don't hide poison well. So he eats his favourite dish, scoffs down some mushrooms, probably mm. a couple of gallons of, you know, red wine as well. but. And the time he's carried from the banker, he's actually unconscious, but he looks like he's just drunk. Um, okay. And then, of course, he passes away. And so Agrippa's going, oh, you know, thanks, Lou, that was, that was a good job. So Nero comes to power and Nero's going, hmm, yeah, she could be handy too. And so, again, she commits numerous crimes under Nero. And that, that's all fine until she's asked to get rid of Nero. So, okay. she goes, oh, well, you know, got rid of one, get rid of the next one. That's that's not a problem. But um, Nero's replacement actually was clued on to what was happening. He's gone, I don't want to be next. And so, he actually, he actually um, had her convicted and I think he either burnt her at the stake or chopped her head off.
1: Lovely. Mm. So, we've mm. got uh, certainly some women poisoners there. So... Yeah, um, there yep. is. There, I don't know if you've heard the theory that uh, women are most likely to cause, you know, someone's yeah. death by poison. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, what what else have you got? Who else have you got? Well, this was, and
0: now, how to admit, This one came up under the under the heading of, but sometimes mistakes do happen. Ooh. Okay. And this dates back to 1858 in Yorkshire.
1: Mm-hmm. 200
0: people got sick in Bradford and 20 actually died.
1: Okay. Ten percent.
0: Okay. Yeah. The culprit was the candy called the humbug. And now it was the bought humbug from is the striped store. Candy, yeah, the isn't striped it? one. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So at the time the sugar price was really high. Yep. And so many confectioners substituted with a safe mix of plaster of Paris and limestone for sugar. Oh. Apparently it was called daft. It was pretty gross but not poisonous, although it did look like arsenic. And here's the problem. So the local candy maker, William, or Humbug Billy, as he was known, stopped in at his usual pharmacy in Shipley to pick up his batch of daft for his candies because, you know, sugar was too high.
1: Mm -hmm. But
0: the pharmacy, because they looked like, had mixed up the labels on the daft and the arsenic. So when he cooked up the 40-pound batch of humbugs, Each one had enough arsenic in it to kill two people.
1: Whoopsie. I'm surprised. This is why you don't eat hot bugs, people. people. I mean. I know. They are, well, boiled sweet, so they're quite a hard sweet. I'm not not a fan.
0: Uh, No, neither am I. I'm
1: particularly not now. Exactly. Now I know why I don't like them. Um, So they are some good uh, poisonous stories. Do we have a... uh, do we have yeah, a guest? Hold on, we're about to have a guest appearance. Ah, oh, here we go. He's actually alive. <laughs> uh, witnessing uh, Craig and. Oh, two live. guest appearances. Oh, and Cito. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the cutest. That's Sito, yeah, hey? yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, well, I. Um, well, we were talking uh, what, a couple of episodes about um, imagine if someone discovered our search uh, uh-huh. terms on Google and, you know, could we be committed, could we be, you know, uh, charged for the yeah. crime? Well, it turns out that the podcast I was listening to, Finding Anna, uh, the gentleman who uh, is on trial, I'm, I'm not sure of, sort of the date of the podcast, but is on sort of trial and the podcast mm-hmm. is, is going through his trial. Is committed so his wife disappears. They mm-hmm. assume murdered. Uh it's it's New Year's Eve, January the 1st. Uh no one sees her from, from New Year's Eve. And they're pretty sure that the husband has done it. So he's now on trial and they read the 21 Google searches that he did on his son's iPad and they read it in order. Now, there is time in between each of these Google searches and I'm going to read them out. I didn't get them perfectly right, but you'll get sort of the vague thing. So the first one is how long before a body smells? Okay and then and then we move on to how to stop a body decomposing. Ew. yeah. And then 10 ways to dispose of a body, which I mean why 10? I mean ten. you just want, one, you don't want you? one. Uh oh and there's the bit at the end if you really need to in the search. So 10 ways to I... dispose of a body if you really need to. So it's sounding a bit uh so um, initially on the 31st or New Year's Eve, they had friends over and then these sort of st- searches are happening on the 1st of Jan with time in between. So he's, he, he pops off and, and goes and does something else, you know, maybe trying to make the body not smell or stop decomposing. Mm-hmm. And then he switches. How long does someone have to be missing to inherit so oh, that's the giveaway, right? Yeah. I mean, he's pretty quick now. I mean, he is, so isn't he? He's trying to hide his search by having done it, I think, on his son's iPad. Uh, and then, can you throw away body parts? What does formaldehyde do? So he's, you know, he's really thinking uh-huh. you now, how, how do I get uh-huh. rid of the body? How long does DNA last? Wow. He then is then really I- thinking it's... And he's thinking it through. Can identify, and he's coming back, isn't he, to do further searches? Yeah. So he's having a thought, coming back. The body's obviously there, decomposing. Ising. Can identification be made through partial remains? Obviously, I mean, you know, we're assuming, yes, assuming. And uh, dismemberment, and the best ways to dispose of a body. So we're we're getting a bit like.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm beginning to think this was a spur of the moment idea, and he didn't think
1: his plan through. No, definitely hasn't listened to the pod, uh, and I mean, but also it's it's more of this. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming she's dead at this point. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm you know, maybe he's uh, just does what I we do when he's doing a podcast. Hmm. Um, but then it goes down to even more specific of how to clean blood from a wooden floor. Oh, okay. Then we've got luminol to detect blood. Then what happens when you put body parts in ammonia? Hmm. Okay. And then it is uh, so I think last one on January the 1st is, is it best to throw away crime scene clothes or keep them? Uh, I didn't write that one very well. He obviously goes to bed, goes to sleep, um, and then on January the 2nd, so the next day, he masks himself up, gloves himself up, um, and he purchases three rugs. He also mm. Googles hacksaw best tool to dismember. Can ah. you be charged with murder without a body? And can you identify a body with broken teeth? So it's sounding pretty horrific pretty right horrific. now. Mm. But then he's masked up. He's got um, all of his his sort of, uh, you know, he's trying to cover his tracks. Mm-hmm. And he's seen at Home Depot on camera buying $400 worth of cleaning products, a hatchet, oh. coveralls you know, and all the paraphernalia. Now, Mm -hmm. his phone is tracked to, um, you know, a site where they think she was. Mm -hmm. Uh, Someone's seen him putting a bag in the bin, like a big Mm -hmm. body type bag. Bag. And, you know, he's caught on Home Depot uh, buying all these products and bought them on his normal card. Yeah, going with the not real bride again. I know, and also just don't kill. Don't do anyone. it in the first place. Yeah, it, really, it results in not having to do all these searches, and you save yourself four hundred bucks at Home Depot. Exactly. How expensive was that? I mean, I know. Yeah, but you can sort of see the story with his searches, just where it's almost oh, like yeah, she. You know, it's almost like he's he's killed her.
0: And yep. then,
1: oh shit! How long before a body starts to... Smut? What do I do now? Oh god! How long before a body starts to decompose? Oh my god! Oh my god! god how do I get rid of a body? Body tap, tap, tap. <laughs> yeah, furiously tapping away <laughs> mm-hmm. at the screen, and then you know he's starting to now uh, walks away from the computer. You know whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. He, you know he's doing, and then it's like, oh, how long before someone's missing and I can inherit? Inherit. Hmm uh That's so shocking. yeah oh uh, wow I know so That's, uh, yeah. I haven't finished listening to the podcast I, I think it's mm-hmm. uh live updates um so it might be current but mm-hmm. he is uh there's no body still so they still haven't found wow. him. and he's on trial for obviously all of this mm-hmm. um evidence and the the searches are are quite you know that's his case hinges on them, I'd say. So, I'd
0: say it would. Yeah, wow, that's I
1: yeah. know what a next level, nutra. yeah. Next level, mm. just don't do it, just
0: don't do it. It just mm. so much time and energy and money, people.
1: Yeah, now, Nick, are you running this week? This week, yes, I'm running tomorrow. Mm. ah and uh at what time hmm. are you getting up to uh to run <laughs> I and mean, you can bring it up uh i gonna
0: get up at 3 30 because I'm gonna be down at Rabina at 5 30.
1: I mean have you ever thought that that it's too early to get up that early <laughs>
0: um I'm probably gonna have less of a problem with it than Craig does because oh. Craig didn't get up to go to park run today but I did um but I've told Craig he can't whinge and complain because he actually signed up for this race before I did because my original event, I was going to do the trail, a yep. uh, big tree decided to fall over on the course and because it's remote, they couldn't get to it to clear the path.
1: Oh, so that one got postponed.
0: Oh, Yeah, well so and then so um, I signed up for this instead. Yep. So, yeah. But, yeah, the reason we've got to get up so early is because we didn't go down today and get our bibs because we stayed home with Zito because he's yeah. going to be home alone for a fair chunk of tomorrow. Oh. But our neighbours are going to come in and feed him around 7, 7.30. But we think if it's not raining, which it shouldn't be, we'll probably yeah. have to put him outside when we go at four.
1: And what time is your park run normally on a Saturday? Seven. I mean, you know, I was doing I rant. My park run's at eight. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I rant, because I think that's too early. Seven. That's just like a legal time. Like it no, it's not. Bad. But you've got to
0: remember, it still gets warm up here. And today we had my friend's little, oh, he's not little anymore. It's he's going to be 12 soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Bell did his 100th uh, chronic term side, which oh. isn't bad when you're not quite 12. Um, That's sensational. And the time you ran it, it sensational too. It did just under 21 minutes today, I think. Um, but I also had balloons and cake him so I had to get up early and make sure I took I remembered to take it all that was a big thing um so yeah well done crazy person
1: that's all right I tried to have a nap today I did you successfully have a nap
0: I kind of was but then my neighbor decided he needed to cut down some trees
1: oh Mm. well I mean you may be able to hear in the background screaming children uh and that's uh, I don't know, my new area, mm-hmm. haven't established mm-hmm. it yet, but mm-hmm. I am very excited because before it gets dark, which it will soon, I'm going to go and walk down on the beach because <gasps> I now live so near jelly. the beach. Yep, so oh, I won't run tomorrow because I am way too sore from moving, but yeah. I can run along the beach now. <gasps> oh, so jelly. Mm. Oh, it's going to be awesome! You're
0: going to love it. It'll be it's awesome. A bug up. Yes, I'm going down from. to Gold Coast, but I'm not running around the beach. I'm running around some very nice streets in Robina, nice. and then I
1: finish at SeaBus Stadium. Actually, get to run in the stadium. Oh, fantastic! Well, yeah. Good luck. Run Thank you. fast, but not too fast. Mm-hmm. And please, <laughs> please don't run too fast to start with. Uh, it's me, so I can't guarantee that, but I will try. (laughs) I will try
0: because we have got dinner with my parents, so I have to pace myself. Okay, perfect.
1: Uh, well, I will talk to you. Love the tiara, uh, this week as well. I will start putting some of our videos, uh, up on YouTube, uh, and some clips on our Instagram. If anyone wants to follow us, we're on, Instagram on Murder Club for Beginners Podcast. And our email is murderclubforbeginnersp at Gmail.com. So Yay. feel free to reach out, DM us if you've got some really good stories uh that well are pretty much about anything or we'll read most yep. of anything and <laughs> you know share share your animals. We would uh, we would definitely love to see. Anyone's keyboard. Yay! All right. Well, don't. Right. Worry. I won't murder anyone if you don't murder anyone. I won't if you won't, so we won't together. We, we We're good. good. Yep. Awesome. Well, I will talk to you next week and see you, everyone else. Okay. Have a good week, Mel. Bye. Week. Bye. Bye.